Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Mark Bishop Lafleche, who is the CEO of Anglo-Pacific Group, who are a global natural resources, royalty and streaming company listed on both the London and Toronto Stock Exchange. Um, they're giving investors exposure to commodities like cobalt, copper, nickel, vanadium, and uranium. Uh, Mark has a banking and international finance background and has been with Anglo-Pacific for um, the past eight years. And he's here today to talk about the company, um, about his new role as the CEO, and about the strong ESG principles that underline their investment strategy. So that's welcome, Mark, to the podcast. How are you doing, Mark? Morning, Rob. Thanks for hosting me. Great to be here with you today. Yeah, appreciate your time as well. So um, congratulations on um, obviously being appointed the CEO. Um, I wanted to give the audience um, a little bit of background about yourself. As I mentioned, um, you're from the, the bank and investment background, or you have a bank and investment background. Um, so I just wondering if you can tell us a little bit about your, your career um, so from, I suppose, from when you graduated to sort of uh, present day. I'd be delighted to, Rob. Uh, I followed a path which I think is quite typical uh, for folks who are keen on you know, the natural resources sector and who have an interest in generally commodities. I, I started my career at Citigroup, and in that team, I worked across the uh, M and A transactions, across equity capital markets transactions. Uh, but one of the best experiences I had um, being at Citi was the opportunity to work laterally in, in other teams. And I also worked in the leverage finance team. And today, when I look back at that background and platform, it's remarkably perfect <laughs> for someone who ends up working in royalties and stream because the royalty and stream product is very much a mix of all of the above in the sense that we're a mix of an equity product and a debt product. Um, and, and that skill set and experience has, has positioned me to, to do really well in the royalty and streaming sector. Uh, I didn't think too much about it about the time, but I suppose that's life. It, it ends up just taking you places and, uh, that are, that, that I'm down a path that, uh, you know, that's not always expected, but, but can be quite rewarding. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you, just moving on from there, I wonder if you can tell us, um, give us a snapshot overview of Anglo-Pacific. Yeah, I'd be delighted to. I'm exceptionally excited about this business. Um, and when you take a step back, every investment that we make going forward, fundamentally, our objective is to make the world a better place for our children and our grandchildren. Um, we have an exceptional amount of momentum, and the business has been completely transformed. Uh, we're really looking to make investments in commodities that are going to help us achieve our, our net zero um, climate change objectives. And um, from, from the, I think one thing that's unique about Anglo Pacific is, you know, it's not just a matter of saying we're going to do it. It's, it's we've done it. We've done it over the past eight years uh, as a company. So I'm, I'm just delighted to, uh, and, and absolutely honored to have been appointed as its new CEO 
I'll, I'll be starting in that role on, on the 1st of April. And from here on out, I think it's, you know, in many ways, uh, a great way to keep a lot of the momentum that we've generated and to keep going on our journey. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about ESG principles, but I've, uh, I want to talk about that a bit later on. Um, but obviously, as you just mentioned, um, you've been appointed the CEO uh, of Anglo-Pacific. Um, and obviously, you're going to be stepping into that role shortly. So can you tell us a little bit more about that transition period and what you're uh, most looking forward to in that, uh, in that role? Well, being an internal candidate, one of the benefits, as always, is that these transitions are, are very smooth. Um, I've worked exception- very closely with Julian um, over the last eight years. And so um, it's, it's, that's certainly you know, a benefit, we think, in terms of just maintaining continuity um, and ensuring that ultimately we're in a really good place to keep the team together. Uh, the team at Anglo-Pacific has over 65 years, I think, an aggregate collectively of royalty and streaming experience. And not only that, experience looking at non-precious metals, royalties, and streams. And when, when you look in the world, there are just not that many people with that skill set. Uh, so, so for me, one of, my mo- one of the things I'm really excited about with the transition is you know, keeping this team together and making sure that we're all working hard collectively to keep on going. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, ju- you just mentioned, obviously, Julian. We actually did a podcast with Julian um, back in April last year, which is 2021, which is episode 127. So any of our listeners want to um, want to revisit that episode um, and obviously feel free to go and um, have a listen to that. And Julian, who's obviously the, the previous CEO, um, he can you can obviously have a look and see how the company's moved from there to obviously present day. Um, so looking at the rest of 2022, um, what should we expect from Anglo-Pacific and how do you plan to drive the next phase of um, the company's growth? I, I'm lucky in many ways to inherit the business in, in a position of such strength. We recorded record revenues for 2021 and the really strong commodity price environment, particularly in the second half of last year, has continued, if not strengthened, actually, into 2022. So we, from here, the platform is really firing on all cylinders. Um, And I think that does two things. Number one, it creates very strong cash flows that we can use to rapidly delever the balance sheet um, and reduce much more rapidly uh, the debt that we drew to finance our, our Voices Bay acquisition. That was the transformational cobalt stream that we acquired last year for $205 million. Um, but number two, gives us a lot of organic cash flow to make more royalty acquisitions and keep growing the business to drive shareholder value. So for 2022, from a balance, from an income statement perspective, we're expecting, based on where we are today, a, a really strong year. Yeah. Um, also, um, obviously, the company has strong ESG principles that underlie your investment strategy. Um, I wonder if you can just tell us a little bit more about that. Anglo-Pacific is, I think, quite unique amongst companies. And I mentioned this a bit earlier, but I don't think there are many companies, actually, who have really transformed themselves in the same way that Anglo-Pacific has. Eight years ago, Anglo-Pacific Group was almost 80 to 90% coal. And fast forward today, the business is 75% by asset value, cobalt, copper, nickel, 
vanadium, uranium. I, in other words, all the key commodities that are really required to drive a, a cleaner um, and, and more sustainable world. And as of today, we continue on that journey. Um, we still have some coal in our portfolio, um, and that's expected to uh, gradually fade out by 2026. Um, we've we've exited thermal coal, and so the business is really positioned to be the vehicle we think for any investor who wants to have de-risk exposure to commodities that support a more sustainable world. Um, I wonder if you can just tell us about some of the the deals that you've uh, recently completed. Absolutely. And your your one key thread between all the transactions is really that sustainability point. Um, the cobalt transaction that we did relates to cobalt produced at a, at a mine in Canada that globally has one of the lowest carbon footprints per unit of nickel. Um, in the past, we trend, we we made we required exposure to iron ore, which on a scope three basis results in some of the lowest carbon units per unit of steel produced in the world. Um, our vanadium exposure is used to strengthen steel, but also effectively reduce the amount of steel required, thereby reducing carbon emissions in terms of uh, relative uh, steel units produced. And of course, and, and most exciting, well, maybe not most, but one that is exciting is our nickel transaction, which is a, is a type of nickel that can flow straight into a battery supply chain. Um, and not only that, but is produced at a very low carbon footprint relative to other nickel operations. So we're, we're really excited about everything we've done. We're really excited about how the business has changed. And we're really looking forward to do more along that thematic. Yeah, no, that's, that's good to hear. Um, Anglo-Pacific's vision is to build a device, sorry, diversified royalty and streaming portfolio focused on obviously commodities that support um, a more sustainable world. Can you talk talk us through how you differentiate from your peers in the sector um, and how you will continue to work towards uh, that vision? Absolutely. I think when most people think about the royalty and streaming space, because the sector is generally so focused on precious metals, the names that come to mind are you know, the larger precious metal royalty and streaming companies. And for us, we think that's really an opportunity because today there just are not that many people out there looking to create the portfolio exposure that we are. Um, there are just not that many people, for example, looking to acquire vanadium royalties or rare earths royalties, you know, because ultimately rare earths are used to create the magnets that we need to power renewable and to, to power renewable energy or electric vehicles. And so the opportunity for us is quite large. And, and secondly, if investors are looking to get exposure to these commodities, how do they do it? It's very difficult to do it in a de-risked way. It means either looking at you know, lithium company A to Z and taking risk on individual you know, companies and projects and development. Um, and that's really, the, that's really the platform that Anglo-Pacific can be. If someone wants to get exposure to these commodities in a diversified way, um, we have the track record, we think, which is very strong. And we're very transparent about that track record. Um, in fact, we, we, we publish um, you know, we're figures that, that show what the returns are on the deals we've done such that investors can decide for themselves if they want to support us. Um, and if they do decide that you know, we're prudent stewards of their capital, then we can 
be a part a partner to um, both our operators and all our stakeholders to be a permanent source of um, exposure to really exciting set of commodities. How do you feel the company has changed and developed um, in the past year? Um, and I suppose we can look at when we last recorded a podcast uh, with Anglo Pacific, which was in April 2021. <laughs> it's hard to believe it's even the same company, actually. If I'm honest. <laughs> um, and and if you fa- if you if one were to go back and look at the company in 2014, it's you know a completely different set of assets and different uh, commodity exposure. And we're really excited about that because you know, eight years ago we said we were going to do it, um, and today we have done it. I mentioned it earlier. The goal was always to pivot from our heritage of coal to, su- to be investing in commodities and mining projects that are supporting a sustainable future. Um, and we've really transformed the company. Um, we would really encourage anyone who has looked at Anglo-Pacific in the past but thought, oh, that's, that's a coal play, to take another look because it's a completely different business. Um, and lastly, what's the, uh, what's the company looking to achieve? Um, during the course of this year uh, and going into 2023? Over the course of this year, I, I mentioned it a bit earlier, but one of our key objectives is given the really strong commodity price environment we're facing, and we're keen to use those excess cash flows to pay down the debt we've taken uh, to finance our last acquisition much more quickly. That'll, that'll put us in a position where we can use our balance sheet to do more. Uh, and and conclude more acquisitions. Um, That's really the key goal. I think one of my focuses as the incoming CEO is to make sure that we keep doing the things that we've done in the past well. And part of that is our commodity selection, but also our acquisition um, philosophy. We're looking for good projects with strong counterparties that are low cost, um, that have really robust ESG credentials. And so um, by no means should folks expect any radical departures from all the things that they liked about Anglo-Pacific in the past. Um, and furthermore, where we sit today, the business is really exceptionally well positioned to do a whole lot more of all the things that people have liked. As a closing note, is there anything else that you would uh, like to add? I would say that, um, I would say simply, well, thank you, first of all, for hosting me. Um, and I, I would just reemphasize that that message that um, this business is completely different from where it was, you know, last year or the or even the year before or the year before. Um, we, you know, when we make investments, the, the bottom line really is that we're really driving towards being part of the solution to achieving global climate change objectives, and we really think that our business should really appeal generationally to a group of ethically and responsibly minded investor groups. Um, And so hopefully, as we do more of what we've done in the past, that that message and that appeal will be even stronger. Yeah, Mark, really appreciate your time and um, obviously wish you well uh, for 2022, especially in your new role as the CEO, um, to wish you all all the success. Um, Those that are listening, um appreciate your continued support and appreciate if you can share this uh, episode obviously anglo pacific specific have gone through um some sort of transition over the last 
12 to 18 months and completely change the business. And if you're interested in um, cobalt, copper, nickel, uh, vanadium or uranium, um, then maybe it's a company that you should keep a close eye on. So um, appreciate if you can share this episode amongst obviously friends, family, other other investors um, so they can um, so they can obviously follow the company more closely. So until no worries Mark until next time happy mining thank you for listening remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review until next time happy mining helping each other to improve the mining industry